You're listening to a podcast from Father Peter Smith, St. Columbus Parish, North Leichardt, on the fourth Sunday of Lent. And now here's Father Peter. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The tax collectors and the sinners were all seeking the company of Jesus to hear what he had to say. And the Pharisees and the scribes complained. This man, they said, welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them. A man had two sons. The younger said to his father, Father, let me have the share of the estate that would come to me. So the father divided the property between them. A few days later, the younger son got everything, got together everything he had and left for a distant country where he squandered his money on a life of debauchery. When he had spent it all, that country experienced a severe famine and now he began to feel a pinch. So he hired himself out to one of the local inhabitants who put him on his farm to feed the pigs. And he would willingly have filled his belly with the husks the pigs were eating, but no one offered him anything. Then he came to his senses and said, How many of my father's paid servants have more food than they want? And here am I, dying of hunger. I will leave this place and go to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as one of your paid servants. So he left the place and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was moved with pity. He ran to the boy, clasped him in his arms and kissed him tenderly. Then his son said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the calf we have been fattening and kill it. We are going to have a feast, a celebration, because this son of mine was dead and has come back to life. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now the eldest son was out in the fields, and on his way back, as he drew near the house, he could hear music and dancing. Calling one of the servants, he asked what it was all about. Your brother has come, replied the servant, and your father has killed the calf we had fattened because he has got him back safe and sound. He was angry then and refused to go in, and his father came out to plead with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I have slaved for you and never once disobeyed your orders, yet You never offered me so much as a kid for me to celebrate with my friends. But for this son of yours, when he comes back after swallowing up your property, he and his women, you kill the calf we had been fattening. The father said, My son, you are with me always, and all I have is yours. But it is only right that we should celebrate and rejoice because your brother here was dead and has come to life. He was lost and is found. The Gospel of the Lord. As I said at the start, it seems to me that that is a story that is just so familiar to us 
And I don't know about you, but every time I read it, I, I seem to find something new in it. One of the things that I was reflecting on during the week is why this son actually left, why he decided to leave his father and brother and go off on his own. I guess he was like lots of young people who were seeking freedom, who didn't want to be tied down, didn't want to have to work on the farm and, and do all the, the labour-intensity things that his brother talks about when he's, he complains to his father. And so he seeks to leave the family home. He seeks to, to cut himself off from the people who have raised him, who love him probably most in the world, because he wants to go out into the big wide world and seek his own fortune. Well, we know how that turned out. He ended up with a group of pigs. I think this story is often um, a reminder to us, and as Jesus was telling the story, that we as a human race, we as humanity, are bound together with each other. Not just in our families, not just in this family of our church, but as a humanity too. We need each other. And yet so often we see that humanity can end up being at war with each other because we want freedom, because we want our own selfish needs. I don't understand exactly what's going on between Russia and the Ukraine, but I know that it is also about that, that kind of selfishness, that desire to be in charge, that desire to have power, that desire to put down other people. And so this son runs away from the family because he sees that he can have a better life away from the community of his home. Pope Francis just recently wrote a book called uh, Dare to Dream. And in it, he actually talks about this parable. And he talks about the father's returning, the father's allowing the child to return. And he says, it is this overflowing of love this overflowing of forgiveness that causes the father to welcome the son back into this community of the family, back into the home, back into the bosom of, of the group that he actually left and shunned. And that challenged me to think, how do I exercise that same kind of overflowing love? How forgiving am I in my life? And yet this son who has gone off and discovered that, well, the freedom that he longed for didn't actually pan out, wasn't what he'd hoped for, and then he came back. And it would have been so easy for the father to say, look, you know, you've done the wrong thing, go away, I will treat you like a servant. You can get a job here, but you'll no longer be my son. But he doesn't do that. As Pope Francis says, he has this overflowing love which welcomes his son back to him. One of the things also that I was thinking about during the week is how this can seem as though it is just one event in this relationship within this family. But I think that we are called to forgive over and over and over again because we often in little ways depart from our families. We in little ways depart from the, the, the community of our human family that we are called to be a part of. And yet, I think the challenge is to be able to welcome those people who hurt us, who offend us, to welcome them back and back and back. That's what Jesus did. And it's also interesting, isn't it, that 
The reason Jesus told this parable was because he spent his time with those who were rejected by society. He spent his time with tax collectors and sinners. And the scribes, they were indignant about this. Fancy him spending his time with all these people who we want to make outcasts from the family of our own gathering in Jerusalem. And so I think we too can alienate other people, as we talked about last week. That we too can, can drive people out. Today is a story of inclusion. It's a story of forgiveness. It's a story of welcoming people back to the fold. It's a story of rejoicing in the fact that we are a family, that we can be forgiving, that we can welcome back those who offend or hurt or insult us, and that we will always be there. And of course, the higher level that Jesus is also talking about is the fact that God always does that for us. No matter what we do, no matter how we fail, no matter what weakness we have, no matter how often we seem to seek freedom away from, from God's loving family, God is always there welcoming us back. Not just standing back waiting for us to come, but rushing out to us, as Pope Francis talks about, with this overflowing love for us.